Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, strap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. That would be us. I can make a that would be. From walking in the woods. We're here. We are live. It's not memorable. Good morning, everybody. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live on the air from the banks of the Tennessee River. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing, sir? You know, I do this to myself, but this is by far the busiest week I have this year. Yes. Of the 52 weeks in the year, this is the one that absolutely puts me over the edge. I can understand why. So, um, but it, it's all's good. It ends tonight. Good calls. Good calls tonight. We get to get our party on. There you go. That, that, that voice you hear besides us is none other than David from somewhere. <laughs> on the road with David. On the road with David. <laughs> Not Charles Carroll with David. <laughs> At all points in between. How are you this morning, David? Good, good. How are you guys? Uh, I'm awesome. I'm awesome. This is, like like I was saying, this is the end of my week, so I'm very happy about this. Now, I, I got a joke. Now, David, David Wright is, uh, we met through the show uh, eight years ago. Uh, I tell this story yeah. uh, a lot. <laughs> well, that's a good story, actually. We were, uh, we do, there, there's a group here in town, uh, Safari Club International, that does a hunt for uh, warriors. Uh, and so we bring in, uh, with TWRA, 15 to 20 guys and, and ladies who have been overseas, who have some form of, some kind of battle fatigue, stress, injuries, whatever. And so we were, and David listened to the show from the road. David is a truck driver uh, and calls in from all over the, the southeastern U.S. now. And uh, But he was listening to the show, and I put out a call. We found ourselves short of guns one year. Uh, where we hunt here in absolutely in the city of Chattanooga, uh, we can only use shotguns or, black or, or muzzleloaders. And muzzle loaders, if you're not a muzzle loader shooter, can be a little tough. So we try to use shotguns. So we put out a call for uh, needing some guns. And David called me just out of the blue and said, "Hey, I've got uh, I've got a shotgun that you're more than welcome to." Never met him. We met on the streets next to where I work downtown, right in the shadow of uh, the courthouse. Did a gun exchange right there in the street, <laughs> and and that was how I met David. And I just, I just, I never got over the fact. I thought that was just incredibly nice of somebody just to hand over a gun for somebody to use. I was uh, glad to do it. <laughs> and then that grew into the next year. He decided he wanted to be involved in the hunt, so mm-hmm. he takes time off from work, comes up here and hunts with the guys. And I guess you've done that. Three or four years now? Three years, I think, yeah. yeah I've done three. This and, should be four. And I think that is, I think that's so cool. Uh, and then David also, when he is in town, which is rare. On Saturdays. Uh, on Saturdays. <laughs> well, 
often bring us in food. Yes, and, and I see you've, you've started enjoying yours. For a moment there, I thought you were just going to keep stuffing your face and, say, I was. and give me the Rob, bring us in, handle it, go ahead and start the conversation. Why aren't you eating? Well, I'm trying to be a radio professional at the moment, and I will eat off the air. Back well, to I'm, you in the uh, studio, Rob. Exactly. <laughs> While I'm safe here in this helicopter, my assistant Rob will be running the show. But um, so this, this is actually Missouri venison, right? Yes, yes. Missouri. 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 Mizzou. It, in full disclosure, Tony took a bite. He goes, hmm, this is from Missouri. And you said he's correct. I'm like, my, he has a discerning palate. That deer's from Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. yeah. Northern Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, he he brings in biscuits. And, and it's so funny. I was I was telling Dave before we went on the air, we don't ever eat until after we get off the air. We typically right. go out to eat after the, we do the show on, on Saturday morning. Because nothing's open. Because nothing's open at 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. or 5 a.m. So I, um, so I don't, I don't, I, I'm used to eating at about 7:30 when we get to the restaurant. I was, my stomach was growling as soon as I left the 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 house this morning, knowing that there was going to be uh, Missouri deer and biscuits here. I started so. to send you both a text about 4 a.m. and just four letters: food. <laughs> I'd like to get you guys off to a good start yeah. on Saturday morning. Somehow the show always gets around to it. It does. It always evolves. I mean, it's usually fairly quick, too. No, well, I, I think that shows our hunger from eating at 730. You know, yeah. you know we've got to wait. You know, we've got to get go a two-hour radio show, then we can go eat. So it's like <laughs> it's constantly on our minds is, what I, is my thought process on that one. It is. But yeah. anyway. I just saw some venison right down the road. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I was going to ask you, my, my, one of my, I don't want to say it. Fear. One of my I don't want to do it is hit a deer at highway speed. Oh yeah. Have you ever done that in your yes. truck? Yes. Oh yes. I bet that's kind of a, a violent explosion uh, on the interstate. It does a lot of damage too. Yeah. To both. To even well yeah even to to your trucks. Oh yeah 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 they're, they're so much plastic now you know okay. the front bumpers are just fiberglass and hoods are fiberglass and those chrome grills are plastic with chrome goop on them. Right. It. it Destroys equipment. It's rough. Well, I've told this story a couple of times. I'm in the hospital when I had my knees replaced, and this was Halloween uh, 2016. I was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. My wife had gone to see something of my grandson and was coming to the hospital uh, to see me. I'd had the surgery, I guess, a couple of days before or whatever. And um, so <laughs> she's coming to see me. I'm, she's got me on the phone. We're talking as she's at highway speed on Highway 27, and a deer comes out of nowhere. She never hit her brakes, and she hit that thing at 50 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, my goodness. $7,000 later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the deer, doesn't, they don't have insurance. So. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a, That's uh, why we carry State Farm from Rodney exactly. Allen. <laughs> We've got a, a funny joke at work. Our, our safety, you know, there's... Down where Meriwether County, Coweta County, all down in that part of Georgia where I run out of deer. I mean, you don't see two deer on the side of the road or three deer. You see 12 or 16. And our safety man just preaches it all the time. Now, guys, don't leave the roadway. Hit the deer. You know, in other words, don't run off in the woods and, you know, kill yourself. There's a deer and there's nothing you can do. Just hit it. And I'm always thinking, I'm going to go in there one day and say, man, there's some people real mad at us. They, they want us to pay for their yard. Why? Well, I saw a deer over there in the yard, so I swerved over there to see if I could hit it. You told us to hit the deer. (laughs) 
He doesn't appreciate it. Not at all. I, <laughs> no. <laughs> no I, and I, I told my kids the same thing, and I, I'll never forget Kyle. Uh, he was probably in his early 20s and was coming home um, later than, you know, nothing good happens after midnight, right? Oh, yeah. So, but he was on uh, he was on Sequoia Access Road, and he topped this little rise, and, and he says he was doing the speed limit, and the speed limit there is about 50. So of course I will, he was. I, I, will, I will give him that. But he said there were eight deer standing in the road. And he said, I, he said it was so weird how it slowed down. But he goes, I remember you saying, Dad, hit the animal. Yeah. Do not swerve. Hit the animal. And he took out uh, he took out four mm. uh, because it, they were just right over a rise, and there was no chance for them oh, yeah. to move or him. Yeah. You know, because, you know, when they start moving on the pavement, they start slipping anyway. Yeah. Spinning and, out. And he, uh, he, he hit one on, like, all three of the. The, the the front the side both sides of his the front end of his car and but he you know he he luckily he stopped in the middle of the street yeah. and uh and there were there were three dead deer and and <laughs> and one dead car one yeah, dead car point. yeah so oh. but it was uh, it worked out that uh, no one was hurt worse so. it does a lot of damage oh yeah it does it does um now I got I got a question Missouri has CWD right yes. Tennessee just has just discovered right, CWD. Right. So, am I eating CWD deer, or do we know? No. Okay. Shouldn't be. Uh, Pettis County is where I hunt. Now, there's a we've got one adjoining county there that they found a case I think last year, and but they're testing. I mean, they're doing a lot of testing, and they it's pretty much contained so far. There's several counties, but you know they've got warnings out and everything. Right. And of course, uh, I process. We have everything processed there, okay, and then, you know, freeze it and bring it home, right? Because uh, it's like the chronic wasting. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring an out-of-state deer, especially if they got bone, right? You know, that's the that's the biggest thing I think is where the transmission can come from is right. the bone. But um, you know, I've, I've I harvested a deer out there oh years ago, and it wasn't cr- chronic wasting. Well, I really don't know what it was, but I actually brought the deer home, okay, and uh, placed out in North Georgia. It was cold enough that year. I had two deer on my trailer, and I just brought them home, you know, ready to go. Carried them down there, and he was real. It was an odd deer anyway. All of his uh, joints were swollen, and it was just an odd. And uh, the guy calls me like two days later, and he said, you know, you can eat this. I'll process it and eat it if you want to, but I don't. There's something wrong with it. And I don't. I think I would get rid of it. And I said, yeah, let's do that. But that's only where we hunt. That's the only thing. There's so many deer. If there was anything around there on that farm right. we hunt, you know, you'd see it. I think because they say that they just act, right? You know, they're just drunk. So do they? Um, do they do a lot of education and stuff? Oh yeah, there? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I personally, I think in 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 being part of TWRA, I've, I've really watched what we're doing. I think yeah. we're doing a really good job. Oh, yeah. of what how we're addressing it, uh, and I think uh, I know they just had like their fourth or fifth public meeting uh, just okay. the other day. Uh, actually, Memphis, because I was just in Nashville for a TWRA meeting. I think it was just Thursday night that they, they had the meeting. I may be wrong on that. But I do think we're doing a and I just wondered if Missouri was very proactive from oh, that yeah, perspective, yeah. too. Yeah. All their, just like their hunting guide, it's a lot like Tennessee. It's really highlighted, you know, the county maps and, right. and uh, the counties that they've already got. Course, just I mean, they test almost every animal right. in that county that's harvested, and that's a lot of deer, a now, lot of deer. What do they say about eating CWD? Deer I, you know, I don't know. I don't, 
I hadn't really read anything because I don't. I wouldn't. Right. I don't. You know, they. I don't think the science is finished as far as transfer to human. Right. I've never heard of any cases. But, there, there's you know. never been one. Yeah. Uh, and and we're take we take the position the CDC, you know, which is right. what their job is, says don't eat it. Right. Right. Uh, but there has never been a case yeah. of it transferring to right. humans. So. Hopefully they won't be. So why Missouri out out of all the states? Well, there are several states out in the Midwest. Uh, I don't know where it came from. Uh, Colorado, I think. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. So why do you hunt Missouri? Oh, my wife's from central Missouri, and I just looked out, and there's this huge, humongous you farm. Mar- you married into a good deer farm. I married into a deer hunting. Good, good. good. Nice. And she it's might a, not appreciate that. It's like a family reunion every year, too. We go out and spend the week, and it's uh, we get out like on Tuesday or Wednesday before season opens. Friday, everybody comes into town from all over the state and everything, all the kids, families, and it's just, we have a ball. It really is a lot of fun. And there'll be 40 people there for the chili supper on Friday, but there's only seven or eight of us that deer hunt. But it's just, it's a big family gathering every year. Now, do you hunt just like one weekend or one week? I usually hunt Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Wow. Yeah, I fill my tags, usually Saturday morning. So it's not hard to get no deer? No, it's... uh, it's not hunting deer, it's shooting deer. Uh, okay. <laughs> or had a few dry years. but <laughs> We're hitting them with a really big truck. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we're going to go pay a bill when we come back. We'll talk a little bit more with David and figure out what else is going on in the world of the outdoors. Tony Sanders Outdoors, check us out. Tony Sanders Outdoors listens to you. Maybe. Call us at 267-1023. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Since Tony Sanders Outdoors came on the air, Sportsman's Warehouse has been one of our premier sponsors as they were the first and longest-lasting large retailer in our area. They are your one-stop source for hunting and fishing equipment, firearms and supplies, camping, boating, outdoor clothing, and so much more. There are two differences about Sportsman's Warehouse, their people, and their support of the conservation efforts that matter to you. No other retailer in our area supports locally like Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Baby's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Fertilizer.com. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Trying to get this venison biscuit out of my mouth so I can talk. <laughs> Rob is not talking, you notice. I'm, I'm getting mine ready to go in my mouth. Oh, okay. Good deal. He's dressing Man, it up. 
David, this is good stuff. Sorry. Is it it's, good? Good, 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 good. Those uh, homemade biscuits right out of that freezer bag. Uh-huh. Out of the <laughs> freezer, and you put them. You know, my wife can make the best biscuits in the world, and they came out with these frozen biscuits, and why fight it? Those things are awesome. Oh, easy. You're right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't mean they're not. Yeah, I agree. No, I actually appreciate it when you're in town. This is kind of nice. Yeah. Now, you're coming to my Venice tonight. I'm yes. looking forward to this. Yes. Uh, looking this, forward to it. This is our 26th year. I had somebody say, well, I didn't know NRA had an event in Chattanooga. I'm like, it's our 26th year, yeah. dude. I've always known about it. I've just never attended it. My wife's coming. She's an NRA member. My daughter and son-in-law are coming. Good. Well, we're going to have a good time. we got a lot of guns, a lot of unusual guns. So I'm looking forward to um, to sending people home with a lot of guns. There you go. I think we will be north of 30 this year. Oh, okay. So should be a good evening. Crowds down, guns are up. Awesome. That sounds like a winning combination. Better me. odds. It does. Better I, odds. I like those odds. Hey, yeah. I want to do a shout-out to um, chairman of the uh, Tennessee Fish and Wildlife, Kurt Holbert, who is in his car listening to us, listening to me screw up, making sure I don't say anything I can't say. Cool. Just pronounce his name correct. I did. <laughs> he is actually headed to uh, uh, probably his his lease that's not in the state that he hunts. So he's headed up there. Had a good meeting um, yesterday. It was not a uh, a normal meeting. It was actually just a budget meeting that I called. Uh, budgets are coming up at PWRA, which is a huge deal. You know, people don't think how talking about a hundred million dollars organization oh yeah i mean it's it's a, it's 700 people i mean it's a big deal oh gotcha and so we uh we got five new commissioners this year so we did a little bit extra education uh so people kind of understand how but it went real well spent a lot of time talking about future which is one of the big things that's uh facing wildlife across the country is funding oh yeah and uh, because if it wasn't for hunters you wouldn't have conservation you know, all the people that scream about conservation never put their money where their mouth is. Right. Hunters do. Are we up or down license-wise in Tennessee? You know, actually, I think, I haven't seen final numbers, but I want to say it, they think it was ticking up last year. Good. Uh, Good. We've seen a couple of tick-ups. We're, um, we're doing some big studies on license and stuff like mm -hmm. that, which I think will be very interesting and telling. Uh, there's... Um, company called Southwick that I've worked matter of fact when I came on the air in 13 years ago I had just gotten a report from Southwick about hunting and fishing and we used that for several years talking about you know 15% of the people are fishermen 8% are hunters 36% are, are bird watchers right. um, and so every year every every few years they do a survey for the industry and and bring out the numbers and stuff okay. like that, and uh, so it's really it's it's interesting to see how how it's playing out. And but it's we've got, in my opinion, uh, and it's just my opinion, we got a big problem all over the world. Oh yeah, right now we got a, and I I refer to it as graying out. Um, <laughs> I resemble that remark. I, think, I was going to say thank you very much, Tony. Let me brush this gray hair out of my eyes <laughs> but, but, but it's true when you look at the people oh, that yeah. are doing things uh for a lot of these organizations very few of them are engaging the youth right um and and, and quite honestly a lot of the youth don't want to engage 
Nobody um, to bring them along. So we've got to, we've got to, we're facing, we've got to face it. And um, it's, it's, it's organizations, it's, whether it's hunting, fishing, uh, it's states like Tennessee, uh, who gets 99% of our money from hunters. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, in reality, it's just, it's something that we got to face. And when you have that declining, well, you have our age that are, are, are graying out. Right. Okay. You got people dying off, uh, and you're not replacing them with younger people. And even if you are replacing them, you still have a, a loss. You don't keep, you don't retain a hundred percent of those people. Right. So you got all those issues that are, are playing into it. And it's a problem that, you know, when you start taking the numbers out, uh, which is what a lot of people don't think about, they think about, oh, right now we're in good shape. Absolutely. Where are we in 10 years? Right. Where are we in 20 years? And so, um, I mean, I've, I've got a couple of years left on the commission, and, and my goal from a financial perspective is to, to try and, and let's make sure that we are putting things in place yeah. uh, to, to deal with that. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, working through that. And but I'm I'm titling it personally, TWRA 2099. And the reason for that is is someone born today in 2019, in 80 years when they're through, they'll be 2099. So are we going to have the agency set up, in for that person for the next 80 years? That's a good thought. Makes so sense. Makes that's a lot kinda, of sense. That's, that's kind of. That's kind of the process, and and it's a huge, it's a huge issue. Yeah. This is not just, you know, some CPA in Chattanooga kind of running ideas. This is huge right. things, and a lot of people are involved, and it's really it's phenomenal to watch a group of people working towards a goal. Now, on the bright side, I can say that a lot of our, a lot of the organizations that I've seen, especially, specifically like um, National Wild Turkey Federation, mm-hmm. their chapter here, uh, Rocky Mountain Elk, several uh, friends of the NRA. They have a youth component, mm-hmm. and bass fishing in Tennessee has, at the younger level, there's a whole bunch of mm-hmm. uh, state high school teams now, so the kids have more of an opportunity. I think that is absolutely great, along with skeet shooting teams. I think that is absolutely great. Yeah. But I also think that part of it is the – there's a word I'm looking for, and I can't think of it off the top of my head – The non-ruralization of areas people are moving to nashville people are moving to knoxville chattanooga mm-hmm. they're not staying in sale creek you know people are moving to where the jobs and stuff are so the rural areas are losing population the urban areas which don't normally have a large hunting population are getting bigger and bigger right and all it takes is one father not teaching his son to hunt or fish and it ends for that yeah. generation or yeah, that with, that specific family and i think also when they move you move into the suburbs, out of the country. Exactly. You've cut your access to, you know, you used to own several acres, and let's take the guys out and we'll do some shooting. We had a good place to shoot. Well, it, it limits their access to that, and it's kind of a pain to go someplace and shoot. So the interest in firearms, which goes along with hunting and things, just dwindle. Well, it's, it is the urbanization um, where I grew up in the city of Chattanooga. Yeah. Okay? Within the city limits. Now, I was right at the edge of them, but I was still in the city limits. But but from my house for three miles, two miles, there was nothing but wide open fields. Right. So I hunted, fished. Oh, yeah. 
Chase Crawdads, all right there in my backyard uh, until probably my mid-teens, and then it started developing. Oh, yeah. Now those same two miles, there is no undeveloped land in those two miles. So I think that's part of the difference. Oh, yeah. Um, you can't you, – so you've got, it, you've got to engage. And one of the big things, too, that, um, that we're constantly looking at is, is access to land mm-hmm. because, just like you said, David, people don't have the access to land that they used to. Uh, Director Carter was saying in the meeting yesterday, we manage 1.3 million acres. Um, and so there's a lot of land access, but how do you, how do we get that? How do we get people to use in that? Right. And it's not all necessarily, um, uh, you know, flat walking land. Oh it's, yeah. This yeah. is not like ADC. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pull up and park, walk 10 feet, climb it, a tree. Yeah. But it is still, is there's still a lot of land there and, and we own, I don't know, five to 600,000 acres. Right. So there's, there's just, it's a lot of moving parks and, and I, it's, it's kind of, I kind of hate the fact that I've only got a couple more years left yeah. because it's, I'm just now starting to feel comfortable that I'm understanding what we do. Right. Where yeah. do you, uh, it, when you're talking budget, where do they start the budget process when it comes to one of my big things is, and I, I love hunting them. We, we love to hunt the state leased doe fields. I mean, right. we have run across some awesome, awesome fields that the state leases. Right. Where do they, when do they start that budget planning? Is Actually, that, the, the budget we were working on yesterday is starting for the year um, 20, yeah, July 2020. Okay. So uh, so we're actually a year, yeah. a little bit over a year away. So basically the whatever's planned right. for this year as far as leasing dove fields, the, yeah. the budget's already set for it. And, and the budget's come from the ground up. So right. the guys that are leasing the fields that you've right. been successful hunting – they're the ones that are submitting the, their request, and it just kind of rolls up, right. and then they look at the – everybody, you know, has to look, and then ultimately, is this fitting the mission of what we're trying to do? Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's, a, it's a very elaborate process yeah. that uh, takes a lot of, amount, a lot of time, and, and the yeah, people we, do a great job with it. We actually started looking at state dove fields because it's so, it's so risky. You go to somebody's dove field, and you better know what the laws are. Oh, but, yeah. And, I mean, if the grains, somebody's thrown yeah. winter wheat down and it's little handful of clumps, yeah. everybody there is in trouble. So we just kind of play it safe, you know. Oh, yeah. The other thing, too, is the people that, that do not follow agricultural practices, and you right. end up with uh, double sow. double double sown fields. Oh, yeah. That one will bite you in the butt every oh, time. Oh, yes. Matter of fact, there was a, I'm not going to name them, but there was a group of uh of hunters, <laughs> conservationists that ended up getting a bunch of tickets. Uh, oh, yeah. what ten years ago, yeah, eleven years I think ago, it was. Yeah. Uh, because that was what was happening. Yeah. The field had been double sown, which was not a bona fide agriculture. And I think practice. that there was a wasn't there a, a a grain trader that had a leak that was going down the side road Possibly. there or something. I think Possibly. on the way to the silos, corn was running out. Or, leak or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. got to take care of that equipment. <laughs> you do, you do. All right, let's go pay a bill. And we will uh, come back and, uh, and see what else we can get into. Want to be part of the show? Give us a call, 267-1023, 267-1023, and quit texting me.
was a sweet persimmon. Big around as a Florida lemon was a white till grocery store all over. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies have years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Baby Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at babiesfertilizer.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, Whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. I'm having fun. I am too, especially eating the biscuits. They are good, aren't they? Oh, they are beyond good. How did you? How did you? How did you? Uh, how did you hold out while I was sitting here eating the whole time? I just waited till you know you had to do a commercial, and then I finished. Oh, okay, good. Uh, we got uh, another guest coming in at six o'clock hour. Uh, the uh, another group that I'm involved in, the Medal of Honor Heritage Center, is having a their first ever sporting clay shoot uh, to raise money and, and when uh, when Jules gets here she'll talk about why um, you'll, you'll well she'll talk about what their their mission is and then you'll know why but this is a tremendous program that's going to be opened up right there next to the aquarium you will not want to miss this this facility I, I did a we had a lunch there basically in early construction and it's amazing I didn't realize it was gonna be as big as it is so this is gonna be kind of cool but the Heritage Center, and uh, in, in what the the deal is, and the money we're raising, or what we're raising the money for with the with our shoot, is going to teach high schoolers, and and youth. I'll just say youth. The what has been determined as the seven important issues of a Medal of Honor, or or characteristics characteristics of a Medal of Honor winner, like integrity, um, courage, and they're going to bring in these. Medal of Honor winners and and other people to awesome. teach this. It's just it's it's in chills down your back. So she's going to be here in a six o'clock hour. We'll talk about that hunt coming up uh, September fifth. So that's going to be fun. It will yeah. be. It will be. So uh, what else is happening? Well, obviously tonight we're going to be partying. We are partying over yes. at the Weston with the friends of the NRA. That yep. event starts at five p.m. Uh, as you mentioned, the Medal of Honor Heritage Center Sporting Clays event is coming up on September 5th out at Benton Sporting Clays. And on the 27th of September, the Quail Forever, 28th, sorry, <laughs> it is going to be having a banquet at Highland Sportsman's Club on, and it will start at 5 o'clock, and that is September 28th. Looking forward to that. It will be fun. Yeah, I think so. All right, so what we got in the news? Well, we got several things. Uh, we've got. Uh, let me see here. Do we need some levity? I think I think we can. I think the family fish thing. The family fishing. Yeah. All right. For those of you who haven't seen it, there is a, uh, and I'll show you guys the picture. I know this is 
theater of the mind right now, but a family was, don't choke on your biscuit there, uh, a family was out having a great day, and there's uh, two young boys and an even younger toddler. They all have a fish in their hand, and the toddler has the fish sticking out of his mouth, and I'm sure you've probably seen this on Facebook. I've seen it in my, my house. Yeah. Well, the lady was uh, in uh, Brookings, South Dakota. Uh, Marquita Daniels uh, told her, uh, the re- uh, told uh, WFLA she took her three sons to a museum with a fishing pond in South Dakota before the family moved to Wisconsin. She wanted to take a photo of her kids with their new rubber fish toys that they got at the museum. Now, the first two boys are holding their fish like a normal angler would, you know, showing it off, holding it up in front of them. too close to their body. Right. They're a little bit, they haven't quite. They need, li- to, be, they need to be taught to extend those Extend the arms, right. Yeah. But they're holding it up, and uh, what, they appear to be uh, rubber rainbow trout. And the youngest one, who's 18 months old, has the fish head in his mouth, and he's standing there holding it with his teeth. And Mom said she didn't realize until after she took the photo, what the eighteen-year-old, eighteen-month-old had done, and this vir- this thing went viral. Uh, it's become the source of several memes. The original post has been shared over five hundred thousand times. That's funny. This has run through my Facebook post as there's always that one family member, and looking at the little kid with the fish sticking out of his mouth. It's if you Google family fish photo, you'll find it. It's a, it's a really cute little picture. Of, cute little boys, and that little 18-month-old is just hilarious, you know. Apparently, you know, when you have kids, the first thing they do when they get something in their hand, into the mouth. Oh, yeah. So, it's a really funny photo. That, that, that is classic. That's cute. Um, so, I'm, I'm, I do find that humorous, personally. Mm-hmm. We've got some, let's see here. Uh, what else we got? We've got some. we got me talking Okay. I didn't mean to. All right, that's okay. I will continue on with, uh, oh, I'm sure we can go funny or we can go idiots, which we did funny, so that's out. Let's do idiots. All right. We need a few idiots. We love idiots. Uh, Idiots outdoors. There's always one. There's always one. Oh, there's always more than one. A video surfaced over the weekend uh, near Cades Cove showing a visitor getting dangerously close to a mama bear with her three cubs. And I showed you this video this morning, David. Oh, yes. He was almost mauled to death. According to uh, WVLT, onlooker Paige Marple took out her phone and started recording when she noticed the mother bear and her three cubs trailing close behind her. Marple said she stayed in the truck with her boyfriend and observed from a distance, which is what you're supposed Supposed to to do. do. Stay away from the bears. Believe it or not, Someone thought it would be a good idea to confront the bears. He was trying to keep them from crossing the road. Right. Trying right. to protect them. Yeah. He was. What a guy. What a... What a... Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to protect the bears. Right. You she can, didn't appreciate it. Well, on the video, you can actually hear somebody say, that's a bad idea, and I think that is the understatement of the year. <laughs> the man was seen walking towards the bears with his arm outstretched, making... Sounds. Was that you chopping? Was that you? Yeah. It says, tiss, tiss, tiss. Okay. So there you go. Maybe he's like the lady that called the radio station years ago and said, this is a bad place for a bear crossing. You don't need to move this. (laughs) 
The Cubs spot the man and instinctively avoid him, so he runs around a car to cut them off. Yeah, that was not a good move. Guess who appears? Mama well, Bear. Well, Mama Bear was the whole time. Yeah. Even makes this guy even more stupid. Yeah. She bluff charges him and kind of swats, and he kind of steps back, which is probably the smartest thing he did in this entire encounter. And uh, Miss Marple said, it was pretty intense for a second because I just knew he was going to end up in a body bag. <laughs> Ultimately, the he did not end up in a body bag, at least this time, although it doesn't appear he learned his lessons either. The video catches him saying, did you see that following the encounter? Almost giddy as he's walking, watching the bears walk away. Marple pointed out it was this point that many in the crowd started to lob obscenities at the man, telling him what an idiot he was, among other insults. I was going, Marple said, uh, there were people telling him what an idiot he was. I wasn't going to interfere. You can't stop stupidity. <laughs> now, here's the best part. In response to the video, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park has issued a reminder to keep your distance around bears in the park. In the statement, it says, help us protect our bears in the park. It is critical that people act responsibly during their visit. Bears should never be fed or approached. When we work hard to keep bears in wild spaces and share them with the 11.4 million people that visit the park, we need each visitor to do their part by always staying at least 50 yards back from bears and properly disposing of all food waste. It is for their safety of the bears. People don't realize how quick bears are. No, they do not. And I mean, when I, again, when I was in Colorado, I asked my guide, when do I shoot a bear if I see one? <laughs> and he said, when you see when it. you see it. <laughs> he said, if you don't. If they choose to come at you, before you can ever get your gun out of the holster, that bear will be on top of you. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to one of our commissioners yesterday. I'm I've, I'm doing a cool thing Wednesday. I'm doing a TWRA cool thing. I am going to a tiger center. Whoa. I actually asked if I could bring my grandson because I thought he would find this really cool. They said, uh, no. This is not a zoo. We do not have the safety barriers in place of a zoo. We won't allow anybody under 18 in here. And I immediately look at the guy I'm going with, and I said, are you taking your gun then? <laughs> he, yeah. said, he said, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of stoked about this mm -hmm. on Wednesday. Um, is it a rescue place? or? I don't know. No. It's called, uh, I think it's called Tiger Haven. Sounds like it. Uh, I believe it is. Seems like I've heard of that. So, it and it, it's not far. I mean, yeah. it's, it's in it's in, I think Kingston or somewhere. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm looking forward to this. Oh yeah. But I was talking to one of the, the the other commissioner that's going with me, Steve Jones, who was out of the Knoxville area. He's going he's going on this as well, and he was telling me about being at something else with a a line, and he said they were in this area, they were in the inner. You have a wall, then you have an open space, then you have another wall to keep the public. They were in the open space uh, between the walls. And uh, he said the, the, the lineness was on the far end of the display. And he said he blinked, and she was on top of him. Whoa. And standing between him and 
you know, six inches of plexiglass or whatever. <laughs> he said it was kind of behind. So I'm looking forward to this. No, so, yeah. So video. I, I, oh, absolutely. Well, I'm, the only thing I have to say about this particular bear story, here's, it's sad that the Smoky Mountains National Park has to come out and issue a reminder like that. But uh, if you don't, here's a nice tip for you. You know what the difference is between looking at a bear from inside your car and outside your car is? Uh, Nothing. Stay in the car. Leave the bear alone. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Give us a call at 267-1023. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors wrapping it up this first hour. Our 6 o'clock guest is in the house. David, it's been fun having you here, man. Uh, enjoyed it. Glad you got to have a biscuit. Thank oh, you very well, much. Yeah, I mean, that was good, but I mean, it's it sure is nice to, nice to have you in the studio. Yeah, yeah it's good looking to stop by to, every now and then. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you tonight. I hope you have a good time at the event. Uh, I was talking to my wife, and my wife's coming, and she decided she was coming after she found out Rob's wife was coming and another friend's wife. And I said, well, what about me? She goes, I won't see you while I'm there anyway. <laughs> That's true. She said, I spend all my time trying to fight with the waitresses not to take your food until you can sit down and eat something. <laughs> so it's true. Uh, it's true. So, uh, so it's important to her who's going to be there, you know. Exactly. Uh, so well, thanks for having me, guys. Man, it has been fun, and uh, I hope you continue uh, your your safe travels around the country and keep calling us from around the road oh don't worry always uh, if i'm if i'm up and running i like i say last saturday we were i was off but we were out in the country and no phone signals and but we were having a ball that's the doing life a little right off-roading there. that's the life right there oh man <laughs> yeah it uh it definitely is but no i am I, i'm definitely glad to have you here so see and you guys uh, this evening yeah it's going to be fun it, it will be. be looking fun. forward to it what have we got left, Robert? Well, we got. Uh, we can run over the outdoor calendar again if you want to, real quickly. Right, uh, coming up tonight uh, is the Friends of the NRA banquet at the Weston. Doors open at 5 p.m. That's going to be a great time for everybody in attendance there. On the 5th, the, Her- uh, the Medal of Honor Heritage Center is going to be having their Sporting Clays event up at Bendon Sporting Clays. And then on the 28th, Quail Forever Banquet is going to be at Highland Sportsman's Club at 5 p.m. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to tonight. I'll be glad when tonight's over. Yeah, uh, this has been a lot of work. It's been a tough year. Um, don't know why, uh, but it's just been a tougher year than normal. Uh, and and I'm at. Uh, I was telling you the crowds are down a little bit. We're down to about two forty, um, but I've got five regular attended tables. That's not going to be there. That's hmm. fifty people that are normally not going to be there. Out of country, one sick, 
and different things, but it just has made it, uh, it's been a tough year. It's been a tough year, but we got a lot of guns, and we're going to have fun. So we are going to party. Well, you got you got my boxes, right? Yes. So this is one game I'm going to do that you will not want to miss. Five boxes. Two of them are going to contain ammo. Two of them are going to contain Sportsman's Warehouse gift cards, and one of them is going to have a gun. So we're going to do a card game. We're going to pull five out. All five of you are going to come up there. Whoever gets drawn first gets to pick the first box. Can't touch it. Just going to stand there. Then you're all going to open it at the same time. What's behind door number three? Exactly. <laughs> Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. See you guys. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. Thank God he made me this way. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Welcome back. Hour number two, Tony Sanders Outdoors. Having fun this Saturday morning. I didn't get into all the stuff. Hey, we got to do a shout-out. One of my favorite people is in town. And who would that be? That'd be Aunt Gidget. Aunt Gidget's in town. She's in town. Yep. I'm I can't t- believe she's not here. Why didn't you bring her in? I think they're coming in. She's, from... she's on Facebook Live watching us. Uh, th- uh, she's up in Nashville. So. Oh, she in Nashville? Yeah. That's she... a long drive for here. Yeah. She was up. Uh, Mom went and visited her. Uh, or she went and visited Mom. And um, they're going to be coming down to uh, gonna be in Cleveland for a little bit. And I'm going fishing Sunday with uh, my cousin Richie. I'm going to take him over on the Elk. We're going to do some fishing. And then I'm going to visit with uh, Aunt Gidget Monday and Tuesday. So they're heading back Wednesday. So they're, well, the one thing she said is, oh, my gosh, it's hot. And I'm like, Deborah, Deborah was on the phone with me, and Deborah said, welcome to the south. Yeah, she's from where? Rhode Island. Rhode Island. They're not. Well, of course, it's hot up there. I think yeah. I saw where, uh, you know, I have employees in Portland, Maine. I saw where it was going to be this weekend, almost 100 degrees there. Yeah. So. But it won't last. I know they're not used to it. No, but it, it, it probably won't last more than a day or two. I mean, we get that constant heat, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, we didn't, uh, I, w- I wanted to bring up again, a uh, new sponsor, Dead Zero Shooting, has joined us here. This is a world-class shooting facility just a short drive north of Chattanooga where you can shoot and shoot and shoot. And shoot some more. You can shoot rifles, can't you? You can. Thousand yards if you're so inclined or less. If you not if you not got your thousand yard shots with you, you can shoot less. Okay. But I want to shoot a thousand yards. They also have two world class sporting clays designed by uh, Marty Fisher. Uh it's just an awesome it's an awesome place. It's about thirty miles north of Saudi, about about forty miles north of Chattanooga, forty minutes north of Chattanooga, I'm sorry. Uh, Dead Zero Shooting Park. Give them a call at 423-800-7758, 423-800-7758, or look them up on the web at deadzeroshooting.com. Let's go to the phones real quick before we get to our guest. 
Hey, Michael, how are you doing? No, not too bad. Hey, I've got a couple nice bucks on trail cam and just trying to figure out, do you know anybody in Hamilton County who is set up to do velvet mounts? Ooh. That's a great question. Um, I know there, everything I've read on it, if you touch it too much, the velvet's going to fall off. It, it you will. You to grab antler to drag it out. It's going to come off in your hands. But what kind of care procedures and anybody in the area that can do it? The one person, the one person I can think of uh, is Michael Shipman, uh, who is does a great job with uh, with um, all kinds of taxidermy. Um, yeah. I, I would call him. Uh, Michael is a big supporter of a lot of the organizations around uh, that, yeah. and uh, I would I would reach out to him first. Uh, where my dog is being trained. At Savage River Kennels, uh, her husband is a taxidermist. Savage Ri- or Savage River Taxidermy. Uh, I don't. I've never not seen his work. I don't know anything about it. I just know that that's what he does, and has been doing it for a while. Uh, those are just two people I can think of right off the top of my head. Uh, I don't really have. I've got. A, I've got family that does taxidermy, uh, so I don't really do a lot of tax. I don't do a lot of taxidermy uh, anyway. But if I do, yeah. they do it for me. So I don't. I don't really know many people around here locally. But that's the first two I. I would if I was going to ask anybody, Michael would be the first person I call. Okay. Do you have a phone number for him? No, but we can look it up and uh, and give it out. Okay. All right. Yeah, I haven't heard too much talking or seen too much about it in the book. I know it's a great thing to have a velvet mount, but. Not if you ain't got nobody to do it. <laughs> oh, I agree, and and you are correct. Uh, the name of his place is Schick's, Shipman's Taxidermy Studio. Uh, he's been he's been in business since '96. The phone number for him he's down in Cahutta, seven zero six six nine four four one four four seven zero six six nine four four one four four. All right, man. I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Jules. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. Are you excited? Heck yeah. Yeah. Even on Saturday morning at Hey, I'm excited about these venison biscuits uh, <laughs> I got as a guest. That's pretty awesome. Hey, how often do you get paid to come and, 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 <laughs> and talk on the air, right? That's right. <clears throat> so you are here talking about what? I'm here to t- today to talk about the Charles H. Coolidge National Medal of Honor Heritage Center, um, our mission, and then our event which I know that a lot of your listeners would probably like to attend. We hope they're attending it. Yeah, this is our inaugural clay shoot. It's going to be held at Benton Sporting Clays on September the 5th. We're going to have two rounds, a morning round and an afternoon round. And uh, we have Texas Roadhouse is going to make our lunch for us. Sweet. So, And we still have 10 team spots available, and I really, really want people to sign up and be, you know, join us that day. Fill, our, fill out our whole tournament. The uh, the purpose of this is to raise money for the uh, Medal of Honor Heritage Center. I'm, and tell me if I'm, I mess up the correct name that we're <laughs> using. Uh, but I think this is, uh, I, I think, and this was actually an aspect of the new center that I really wasn't understanding. And I think this is probably the coolest part in my mind. Don't, don't get me wrong. The rest of it is pretty amazing. And when you spend time and get to know 
season medal of honor winners um it is truly uh, inspiring oh it is and one of the things about the medal of honor recipients is that they they all have these amazing character traits of patriotism and citizenship and so we have um, embraced that concept and are actually passing it on to the next generation at the Medal of Honor Heritage Center, we're passionate about creating long-lasting cultural and societal changes, and we're beginning with our future leaders of tomorrow. So we have a, what we call the Character Development Program, and we are out there teaching our youth how to understand that ordinary people can meet great challenges and perform incredible acts. Um, and we accomplish this by teaching students to embrace the values of Medal of Honor, which is patriotism, you know, love for our country and citizenship which is the feeling of belonging and active participation. We want kids to stand up to uh, fear and show courage, show integrity, and do the right thing when no one is watching. Um, sacrifice and commitment, not giving up. And we do this through a six-week program. Each week we go into local schools and we teach one character trait a week. Um, and then when the new center opens, we're hoping that the, those classes will come to the Heritage Center and be able to see these stories in a real interactive way. We're going to have an amazing facility right beside the Tennessee Aquarium and Aquarium Plaza, and we're going to be opening in February of 2020. So this clay shoot that we're having on September the 5th is going to help fund and grow our character development program. And I think that is, uh, again, not to diminish the, the tremendous sacrifices that the Medal of Honor winners gave and but the develop character development center i think is so huge because we're in such need of that in this country we really are we believe that our youth are the future stewards of our democracy and we want to help them develop the strength of character needed to make good decisions yeah and we're going to be opening in 2020 and when we do open and families come to the heritage center they'll be able to see and understand the incredible stories of Medal of Honor recipients who all went above and beyond the call of duty, all in the service to our great right. nation. These are true American heroes, and we want kids to embrace true American heroes. Absolutely. Yeah. And the shoot's on September 5th. Uh, if somebody wants to get involved, how do, how do they reach you? or? They can send an email to info at mohm. Org, and that stands for Medal of Honor Museum. Easy way to remember it. But send me a quick email at info at mohm.org, and I will follow up and sign them up. We have teams of four. Right. So get your buddies together and put together a team. Um, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be great. We're going to start at what time? There's 9 o'clock. It'll be two flights, right? Yes, sir. We have two rounds. One round is at 9 a.m., and the second round is at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And we'll have a, a breakfast there waiting for the people that are arriving early. And then we'll have Texas Roadhouse providing us lunch. So everybody lunch together. Uh, That's your, right. And your morning people will get breakfast when they get there. That's right. So <laughs> uh, come out and shoot. Great facility up there. And so it's a, a good chance to come out there and shoot. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and definitely want to get people involved. Right. In Benton, Tennessee, what a beautiful drive that is. I mean, it was... I really enjoy driving around and looking at the property, and I'm so excited. This is our inaugural clay shoot, and so we're hoping to have this every year. So we want this one to be very successful for us so that we can move forward and have one next year. Good, <laughs> good. You going you to shoot? Nobody's asked me yet, and you said you were going to put ringers of high school students on your team, so oh. I'm out. 
Uh, I mean, those I, kids can shoot. There's no way I can outshoot any of those kids. I will be 100% honest. That's true. You know, and that reminds me, too, if you want to be a sponsor of a team but you don't shoot or don't have, you know, like you, you. Can't, <clears throat> can't fill it out, just give us a call and we can put students, ROTC students in, out there, or we can put first responders or veterans. Right. And we do have a couple of companies that are sponsoring teams just to honor veterans. Ouch. Ouch. What? <clears throat> that hurt. That you can't shoot? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Truth hurts. You you can donate money, which would be a good thing. Yeah. And and that's always useful. You can help sponsor my team. Okay. <laughs> I don't see that happening anytime soon. No, he already told me he wasn't picking me. <laughs> no, he did. No, seriously. <laughs> well, you know. He wants to win. He wants to win. And he said, I'm, I, I, you're not on my hey, team. I'm, I would, I'm I going would, for the win. I would pick you for a fishing tournament any day. True. Okay. We all have our skills. Shooting is not one of them. <laughs> That's true. I'll be honest. Yeah. So, no, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, and hopefully we can get some people to come out. Uh, so, again, that's on September 5th. And, again, what are the characteristics? Do you, I, I know I'm putting you on the spot with that. What are the characteristics that you guys will be teaching? Patriotism, citizenship, courage, integrity, sacrifice, and commitment. Right. And we're going to have designated classroom space right. in our facility. So we're hoping that after we go into the classrooms, that'll be, that's, the, that's the change with us having a new big facility now is that those students can then take a field trip to our facility for the seventh week. Right. Right. And currently we're teaching that um, in local public high schools, but we're also focused on reaching at-risk kids. And so we're teaching these character traits this summer even, <clears throat> excuse me, through the Chattanooga Family Youth and Development Centers. How, um, how the kids responded to those? Uh, overwhelming. Here, I'll tell you, one little girl said she was going to show integrity by no longer lying to her mom. That's awesome. <laughs> I thought it was really awesome. We have them fill out these coloring books. This is um, targeting at-risk kids that between third and fifth grade. Gotcha. And so I get to look at the books when they're done, and one little boy said he was going to show courage by taking something back to his buddy that he had stolen, stolen one of his toys. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so we are making an impact. That, that's huge. All right, we'll be right back. Tony Thank Sanders you. Outdoors. Be part of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Call us at 267-1023. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes.
minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Babies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies have years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Baby Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at babiesfertilizer.com. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, hanging with you this Saturday morning, the 20th of July. Wow. Year's half over. Yep. You know, season's not that far away. You know, though, I, I was thinking about that in this sad on my mind is how it works. I guess yours is starting to. Five. Five weekends away to the Velvet Hunt. Five weekends away. From today. Not that you're, not that you're keeping track or anything like that, but... Uh, I think it's going to be kind of fun. Is that one, two, three, four, five? Twenty fourth would be when it happens this year. People are kind of juiced about it. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Well, you, you're always excited about it. I mean, you have two things in your life: hunting season and thinking about hunting season. That's that's what you do. Okay, that's true. You know, nothing wrong with it. It's just you know, if you're not hunting, you're thinking about hunting. And when hunting season here, you're. You, I've noticed you're a lot more perky in the fall you, you your your temper's a little bit longer in the fall than during the uh the doldrums of june and july where you get real grumpy because you haven't been hunting uh you know you 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 got a point you you got a point mm-hmm. i can't i can't say that you don't uh so jules yes hey <laughs> jules parker is the director of development at the medal of honor Heritage Center? Yes, sir. It's Charles H. Coolidge. Charles H. Coolidge. You know, I have to admit, uh, you got you got another event coming up. We're, we're talking a little bit about the, the, the Sporting Clays event. But you got another event coming up. Is it the 21st of August? It is, August the 21st. It's called the Celebration of Valor, and it's a wonderful patriotic event. We actually have um, a Medal of Honor recipient coming um, from North Dakota. And his name is Clint Romache. He received the Medal of Honor for Actions in Afghanistan. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing what he has to, to say. But this is a huge event, and we still have tickets available for that. It's at 1130 at the Chattanooga Trade Center. And it's just a wonderful patriotic event that will raise money for the Heritage Center and for our character development if, program. If you've never, if you've never <coughs> been there... Uh, this is this is your third, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. If you've never been there, you need to go to this thing. I'm telling you. Uh, I remember last year looking and watching as two Medal of Honor 
recipients were talking to each other. Charles Coolidge and then the speaker, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, his name has slipped my mind. Jack Jacobs last Thank year. You. Yeah, uh, super nice guy. Very funny uh, from the from the the stage. His his presentation and and one of the things that stands out about these Medal of Honor recipients to me is their humility. I mean, these guys have done unbelievable things. I don't remember there was I believe there was a Medal of Honor recipient speaking last week at. Uh, uh, I got Andrew, to go to that. I Andrew's saw that. Thing, right? Yes, Dakota. The, yeah, I heard he was uh, also extremely humble. Right. Uh, and and that's just something that the, the that's one of the character traits I think that these guys were, you know, just he's young too. Yeah, he is. Um, but I was very honored to be at that event. That was called Honor the Sacrifice, right. and he that Medal of Honor recipient spoke about that day. It was the worst day of his life. You know, and a lot of the Medal of Honor recipients explain that. Well, I it never served in the military, but I remember, uh, and I, I've told this story a few times. But my grandfather was actually shot at Iwo Jima, and um, never could get him to talk about it until within a few years of his life ending. Um, and and I, I I sat there and, and listened to him one Sunday morning and him talk about it. the only time he ever talked to me about it at all, and uh, I, but I'll never forget when I left thinking, oh my gosh, and this was just an eighteen year old kid mm-hmm. in in some island somewhere that got shot, and think about what these Medal of Honor recipients go through. I mean, it's just the sacrifices these soldiers make, men or women, is just amazing. Right. Medal of Honor recipients are our true American heroes, and we want children to emulate those character traits in their everyday lives. And so we're trying to take their stories and um, share them and inspire, inspire them to you know, emulate those character traits. So if you want to be part of this shooting event that's coming up it's on the 5th again that's at the benton shooting center up in benton tennessee uh you can be part of the team teams of four we have 10 spots left right we have 10 spots left so please give us a call and sign up to have a team and you can get info at mohm.org info at mohm.org uh to to send an email uh, or you could also send me an e- email. It's Jules, J-U-L-E-S, Jules at M-O-H-M dot org. And, uh, and then that way you can uh, become part of this. It's going to be a great event. Uh, first flight's at 9, second flight's at 1. Texas Roadhouse is serving food in between. That's right. Uh, it would be, be a nice little goodie bag, It's so it'll be good. And we're going to have a silent auction as well. So we've got okay, a lot good. of great donated um, adventures and you know, did somebody donate a hunt? Oh yeah, saw Briar cool. hunting. Hunt, cool. Donated a hunt. Awesome. Um, so, come on out and join us. Yeah, I'm gonna stack my team with some of the state champion and national champion high school shooters. That's great. So my buddy Vince, who just asked <laughs> if he could be part of my team, only if you can outshoot the straight shooters. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be hard to do. I'll tell you right now because those kids are those kids are really accurate. Well, um, yeah, one of them had a really tough day yesterday. They shot like a 96. 
out of a thousand, you know, I mean, or a hundred uh, out of a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you can't even dream about that. Oh shoot. No. You couldn't break 96 if you ran over the box. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. So it'll be fun. But yeah, come, come join us. It'll be a great day to, uh, to be out and, and have a good time. It should be fun. The last, yeah. time, last time I went out, I hit 50. I, the last time I went sporting class shooting, I got 52. And I was very happy because that was two over half. So <laughs> put that in the win column. Absolutely. Are you going to shoot? Me? No. No. I don't know how to shoot. I'll be busy running around helping everybody, though. <laughs> I'll have my role. I'm looking forward to it. No, it should I be drove fun. out there and checked it out and got to right. see. I saw several fathers with their sons right. shooting. And, uh, yeah, I met a lot of really nice people while I was out there, so I'm looking forward to it. But we're hoping to raise a lot of money sure. for the Medal of Honor Heritage Center. Good. Let's talk. But Tony Sanders Outdoors, thank you so much for having me on this morning. Oh, you're more than welcome. Hold on just a second. Let's see what. Hey, David. You thought you was rid of me. I did. <laughs> At least until the night. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, interesting. I just uh, I love this gal's passion. Uh, if you get a chance, young lady, speak a little about uh, where this passion for this comes from. I, I think it'd be interesting for people to know what your motivation is and where it comes from. <laughs> love what you're doing. Oh, thank you. Thank you, David. Um, that's All an right. interesting question. Actually, my dad was a Marine. And my father-in-law was um, in the in the army, and so I, I I got to hear General Rains give a presentation to the downtown Kiwanis Club, and it inspired me. And I made a gift to uh, a lifetime of honor gift to put my family member's name on the wall as they built it. And so I just started following along, and I offered to volunteer. And lo and behold, I was able to um, apply for this position, and it was just the perfect job for me. And I'm super excited about it. Um, so now I get to be a, a part of the organization. All right. Well, that's just awesome. Just keep up the great work, and I'll talk to you all later oh, on. Oh, thank, thank you. you, David. See you, buddy. <laughs> that was nice. Well, I don't know if that was as nice as the, the biscuits he gave you when he left. But oh. It, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about these biscuits. Venison biscuits. I've yeah. never, I, I've Liz- had venison before many times, but never in a biscuit. So that's oh, you, cool. you're going to. That, now that's Missouri venison. That's Missouri venison. Oh, so. even better. Absolutely. All right, we're going to go pay a bill. When we come back, uh, we'll be flowing into the next to the last segment. Wow. Tony mm-hmm. Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. I'm on a first name Tony Sanders Outdoors listens to you. Maybe. Call us at 267-1023. 267-1023. I can fit another plug in my tackle box. It's always under construction for all my weapons of bass destruction. Tony Sanders Outdoors came on the air. Sportsman's Warehouse has been one of our premier sponsors as they were the first and longest-lasting large retailer in our area. They are your one-stop source for hunting and fishing equipment, firearms and supplies, camping, boating, outdoor clothing, and so much more. There are two differences about Sportsman's Warehouse, their people, and their support of the conservation efforts that matter to you. No other retailer in our area supports locally like Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you this Saturday morning. Having a good time. All right. 
Jules Parker's in the house from the Medal of Honor Heritage Center. Hey. And uh, appreciate having her. We're going to run in the phones real quick. Hey, Stan, how you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. Um, I have a, a couple quick questions, uh, and they won't take long. I'm looking to go out fishing this weekend. Um, I'm running out of bass fishermen. I like to go catch some crappy, but I'll fish for whatever's fishing. Has anybody ever fished up or any listeners fished over at Lookout Lake up there by Coughlin Canyon? And the other the thing I was thinking about was maybe going over by Nicky Jack Dam where the water might be a little cooler. But I was curious if anybody had been fishing over that way. Lake well, the river is really hot, you know, right now. Yeah, it is definitely hot. Um and I don't know that Nicky Jack uh, you talking about right below uh the the Chickamauga Dam? Or are you talking about going yeah, right down? pretty much right there near where the cave is, because I know the water that comes out of the cave is much cooler. Than... Right. Yeah, and that's because it's coming off the bottom of the lake, there's no doubt. Um uh, and I think that's definitely beneficial. I haven't been up to the one uh, near Cloudland, have you? No, I have not. I have not. Um, it's a private lake. I was just looking to, you know, maybe catch some panful, you know. Oh, sure. Um, but if anybody, if anybody's, uh, if anybody's fished up there, definitely give it a go. You say it's a private lake? Yeah, it's called Lookout Lake. It's okay. right across from uh, Cloudland Canyon, right by Geneva's Restaurant. Oh, okay. I've checked it out. It looks like there's always people fishing on there. It's got to be decent. I just was curious if anybody's yeah. been up there. If anybody has, they can give us a call at 267-1023 and let us know. Thank you. All right, man. Thank you. Good luck. Um, I was checking the fish report, and we did, we haven't had one. The Creel uh, agents haven't been in this area. Because it's Hades hot. Well, yeah, that. and uh, I've got reports for Watts Bar, Parksville, Dale Hollow, but none of our yeah. more local areas. So. Sure. All right, the uh, we got just about seven minutes in this before we get to the the last commercial break. So we've got the shoot coming up on the fifth. That's right. And if you want to be part of that, uh, info at Medal of Honor Heritage, or I'm sorry, M O H M, info at M O H M dot org. Right. And then get information there. The third annual celebration of Valor luncheons coming up on the twenty. August, August the 21st. And that's at the uh, Chattanooga Convention Center. That's right. You can go to our website <clears throat> and get tickets for that. MOHM.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, what I, other thing I want to talk about is let's talk a little bit about the Heritage Center and, and what's going to – you said you're opening up in February of 20. What are, what are people going to see when they go there? Oh. I, I've walked through, and, and for the lunch, this was when you guys were in pre-construction – uh, and I was shocked that it was as big as it's going to be. Right, 19,000 square feet. We're so blessed to be able to move into a big space. That's huge. And we envision the Heritage Center as being a place that's very in- interactional, I guess is the word, um, that inspires people and educates them about these character traits. So each, and you're going to start out going through the Civil War because that's where the Medal, you know, Chattanooga, the state of Tennessee, and the Medal of Honor have a unique history because the very first Medals of Honor were bestowed because of the battles for Chattanooga during the right. Civil War. And so as you come in, we'll have a theater. Then you'll um, start out going through the Civil War, and you'll be able to see a story about Dr. Mary Walker. She was the first female, first and only woman to have received the Medal of Honor. Um, you'll get to see a story about Desmond Doss. Um, he's a local, local hero that was the first conscientious objector. Right. And... Um, they just finished carving Hacksaw Ridge out of big foam blocks 
they carved them and they've painted them to look like that historic Hacksaw Ridge where he was able to save 75 soldiers. Right. Um, You'll also get to see a story about Ray Duke. Now, Ray Duke grew up in Whitwell, Tennessee, and he received the Medal of Honor not only from the United States, but he he was actually um, held as a POW and he was tortured and starved. And he... um, he won the hearts of the South Koreans, and he actually received a Medal of Honor from them. Oh, wow. So he's the first dual recipient of a Medal of Honor. So we'll be sharing his story as well as Paul Huff, who's from the Cleveland area also. He was the first paratrooper to receive the Medal of Honor. So Tennessee has 32 Medal of Honor recipients, um, and we'll be sharing a lot of, you know, sharing their stories. But we're also bringing their their actions back to our character traits of showing Right. Courage and patriotism. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and this is an open up in February of 20. It's right next door to the Tennessee Aquarium, so you're going to have a lot of people coming in the area. Yes. It's, I mean, it's awesome. Right. We still have our facility open at Northgate Mall, so if right. somebody out there wants to stop by Northgate Mall, it's a it's a small center, but it's open, and we, we have about 6,000 people a year visit the Northgate Mall location, but we're expecting anywhere from... 75 to 125,000 people a year at our new facility when we open. So we're going to be right beside the Tennessee Aquarium. It's a great, great spot for us. I bet you have more. I hope so. (laughs) I bet you do. I bet you do. Hold on a second. Hey, Tom. Tony Tiger. Hey, man. Rob the Shark. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How about you? We sound like like mob hitman when he does that. Yeah, well, what do you expect, Tony? He's from he's from Jersey. What do you expect? What do you expect, Tony? <laughs> how, how, how about a three fifty seven? There you go. That'll work. That'll work. Uh, stand up and be counted. I just wanted to say tonight's Friends of NRA. Right. Last year was a fabulous, fabulous event. People need to uh, come on out. Hey, it's going to be raining a bit, maybe, but uh, it was absolutely fabulous last year and every year. And, Please and come on out. It won't be raining inside the building. And, Damn straight, man. And, and right, believe it right. or not, I've got uh, about four tickets left. I had a table go away on me yesterday, and I've sold most of it, but i got about four seats left if you want to come. So you can give me a call at uh, 567-4801, 567-4801. Wait till I get off the air this morning. But uh, <laughs> you can give me a call, and, and we'll hook you up. I've got like four four to five seats left. I'm, I'm waiting on getting the final number. But if I hadn't Congratulations. Had to, Congratulations, Tiger. All right, man. See you in a little while. Okay, kid. Thanks, See you. Bye. 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 So, um, anyway, it's going to be fun tonight. I hope everybody comes out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 93% of the money we raise goes to youth. That's great. So, the shooting teams, I'm going to commandeer to help shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he, this is a recruiting event for his. his <laughs> right. I'm telling you, he's going to be recruiting those kids. Absolutely. Actually, I may just be a coach. That may be the best thing for me to do is let them shoot and me just coach. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> All right, let's run down the calendar real quick, and then when we come back, we'll wrap up this show. Uh, friends of NRA tonight, like I said, i got four or five seats left. If you want to come, uh, give me a call, 567-4801, 567-4801. Uh, the Medal of Honor Heritage Center Sporting Clays event coming up on the 5th of September. Uh and then you can also call me for that one, too, if you want. Uh, I'll get you in touch. And then Quail Forever coming up on 928. 928, Quail Forever Banquet at Highland Sportsman Club. So that's what's happening. And 
in your calendar will be you just found something else yeah i just got a text uh the uh nwtf cornhole tournament is going to be saturday at sportsman's warehouse here in chattanooga tennessee it's going to be uh which saturday the 27th so the nwtf cornhole tournament and it's a fundraiser for the jakes program next saturday so if you want to be a part of that head on out to help out again the youth absolutely so that's next saturday at sportsman's warehouse and nwtf cool all right we'll be back in just a moment Want to be part of the show? Give us a call, 267-1023, 267-1023, and quit texting me. I said you got to get up early, and honey, you ain't going to like it, because you can't pee and you got Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, Whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Wow. The day is done, Robert. It is indeed. Well, let me rephrase that. The radio day is done. And our day's just beginning. Now the day is getting started. Yeah. We're going to be hanging out at the Westin this evening. Actually, we'll be hanging out at the Westin starting in about an hour for the rest of the day yeah. and this evening. till about 2 o'clock in the morning. The event won't go that long, but it take me that long to get cleaned up and out. Anyway, looking forward to having everybody down at the Friends of NRA this is our 26th annual event. If you want to be part of that event, I've got uh, half a dozen tickets or so. Come uh, come out, have a good time, but make no bones about it. I am there to separate you from as much of your money as I can for a good cause, and I make no apologies for it, so I hope you come out and have a good time. There will be 30-plus guns. That's a lot of guns. Auction guns, some unusual guns. So it's going to be fun. So come out, have a good time with us, and we would appreciate it. You can give me a call anytime today, 567-4801, 567-4801. As long as I have seats, I will get you in. I have been known to give up my seat. Yeah, on occasion you have. I, I remember that, yeah. I figure I can get the, the staff to go bring me something from upstairs if I need to. Yeah. So, uh, uh yeah, I, my wife has sat with more than one person she didn't know because I sold my seat to them. So. <laughs> it is what it is. Hi, I'm your date. <laughs> exactly. All right, so that's coming up tonight. Uh, we've been talking to Jules Parker from the Medal of Honor Heritage Center and uh, give everybody how to get a hold of you again for either 
The sheath is coming up on September 5th or the third annual celebration of Valor Luncheon? Well, you can go to our website, mohm.org, or you can send us an email at info at mohm.org. And Tony Sanders, thank you so much for having us on your show today. Oh, it's been fun, and I look forward to the shoot coming up. Look forward to the luncheon. I think I have been to all of them. That's great. So I'm planning on being at this one if I can find somebody to give me a seat. <laughs> Maybe I can. I might be able to pull some strings might, on that. You, you know, somebody might have a sure, seat. Sure, like I might. <laughs> uh, no, it it is a lot of fun, and uh, it's uh, a patriotic event. It so, is. We, so an event that you walk away and you just feel great. Yeah, and, and and when I say fun, it's not a an event where you're. It's it's not a, it's it's a somber it's a somber occasion, but it's a celebration. Uh, and it's a I, celebration of valor. You know, I, I describe my dad's funeral as fun. Because it was, because all the stories that were told about my dad, mm-hmm. it turned out being, not that he's dead, it's not that kind of fun, but it was just, it was such a celebration of his life, and that's what this is. Right. And uh, to hear those guys speak, and, and like I said, seeing uh, the two Medal of Honor recipients speaking last year was just, you know, and I, I told, I think I even sent you a text mm-hmm. from the event, I you said, did. how many people get a chance to meet a Medal of Honor recipient, much less two <coughs> in the same room, in the same room at the same time? Right, and you can buy a VIP ticket if you'd like and go get your picture taken right. with them. Clint cool. Romache. There you go. All right, Jules, thank you so thank much. Thank you. You guys have a great day. We'll do our best. Rob? Yes, sir. You ready to go to work? I am, and then I'm going fishing tomorrow. Well, that's fun. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a, a great weekend. I hope so. I'm going to have a great weekend. I'm going to work my butt off today, and then I'm going to sleep all day tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. All right. Thanks for pushing our buttons, J.D. It's been fun as always. Hope you enjoyed the the Missouri venison. Jules is getting ready to try the Missouri venison. Yes, I am. I can test to you. It's good. I can't wait. All right. Tony Sanders Outdoors, we'll see you next week. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. Thank God he made me this way. You have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.